This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the podcast where we also play Jamiroquois Can't Heat During Climax. I'm your co-host, Alice Vaughn. And with me, because Yvette is still on medical leave, we have a guest host, one of our favorite guest hosts, Natalia Regan. Natalia, how are you doing today, honey? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. You know, it's what I do on my typical Thursdays is talking porn all day, every day. I expect no less. And we have, as well, a guest on the show today. And we have guest comedian, Alex Falcone. Hi there. I also have uh, spent a lot of Thursdays talking porn. Uh, My wife is actually off work this week, and so this is what she thinks I do during the day now. (laughs) This is going (laughs) to spice up that bedroom. Yeah, you have three hours of porn to chug through on a Wednesday. That's normal. And then you'll just talk to some ladies on on Skype about it. That's a normal week. Sounds like someone watched the sex scenes. (laughs) (laughs) I I wanted to get the experience. You're very thorough. It's important. It's good. Mm Mm-hmm. You have to check if they stayed in character or not, right? Mm-hmm. I did speed it up. I mean, I'm sure everyone's talked about this. I did watch a lot of it at accelerated speeds, which is a great feature, a godsend on that website. And I, I guess my question is, why does that exist besides podcast reviews? Some are guys, people watching it this way? I wonder if some people just are faster speed masturbators. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, could there be? I don't know that it would go faster if the scene is going faster. Maybe the opposite, because you'd be like, these are weird chipmunk machines that are having sex. There's something for everyone, Alex. (laughs) Yeah, if you're into chipmunk machines, I'm not kink shaming you. Enjoy your chipmunk machines. I mean, I feel personally attacked, but thanks. (laughs) Alvin, Simon, and Theodore feel, yeah, very personally attacked. A threesome for the ages. Oh my goodness. Mm. I mean, considering I saw a threesome involving E.T., I feel like this might actually exist with Alvin and the chipmunks. Mm. Oh, yeah. Was it rule 34? Of course it does. I could find this picture right now. But I won't. There's also Chip and Dale, which of course inspired Chip and Dale's, right? Right? Isn't that, isn't that how that happened? Is that, wait, that sex show is inspired by the Rescue <laughs> Rangers? I wish. I don't think so, but I would like to think so. That would be a weird creative meeting. Right, exactly. That's the off-Broadway version. <laughs> Little known fact, I'm a scientist. Squirrels, uh, most rodents have very large testes, just so you know. I just want to throw that out there. Because I don't know I feel that you're like a real scientist. I am. I'm an anthropologist. I'm a monkeyologist, technically. I study primates. Primatologist. So anthropologist of primates, and yet you're looking at squirrel nuts. I Yes. Not the ones in their cheek, the ones in the, in their nether regions. Mm-hmm. Yep. Squirrel nuts can get really big, They're actually. very large. No, <laughs> if you check out a pair of guinea pig testes. I mean, I'm telling you, pack and heat. Tell me where I'm going to do that. They're very popular in South America as a cuisine. Do not eat the cooey. I don't know what that means, but I will not. What's a cooey? It's their word for uh, guinea pig, but they are a delicacy there. But they do have very large testicles. Anyway, side note. Well, I was just going to say that I believe I mentioned this way back when on our SpongeBob review porn episode. Oh, but no. I be- <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> oh. Yes. Okay, I'm going to continue this podcast under protest. <laughs> oh. I'm just going to be sad now. But- a male Cape Ground squirrel, actually, their testes are about 20% of their body length. Mm. I mean, yeah. Okay, but that's not that impressive, right? Because, like, it's just like saying an ant can lift 10 times its body weight. Like, I can lift 10 times an ant's body weight. My testes are 20% of a squirrel's body. It's a tiny little body. Who cares? But It, it would be impressive if it was 20% of a big body. <laughs> How big are we talking? Are we talking, you know? Yeah. I don't know why I just got so defensive on that's behalf okay. of- That's okay. No, no, no. It's, it's fine. I, I feel like we struck a chord. 
South Park was accurate. Right. <laughs> well, they do. Yeah, like in, in non-human primates, that's a thing. Like the bigger, the more male-male competition for access to ladies, the bigger the testicles. So like chimps have huge old, huge old balls. Mm. Humans, not so much. Sorry, guys. Actually, no, it's probably good. It would be very uncomfortable, I would think. I don't know how you're getting funding for this research. <laughs> Someone has to do it, right? <laughs> you know, people keep saying we keep wasting government funds, but these are the studies we need to know. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's like that Google thing where you get like 20% time where you go do your own project. So you were like, you were working on very important research, but 20% of your time, pictures of chimp nuts. I mean, the sad thing is I actually did conservation. I did nothing to do with sex, but I end up, I've up i written the chapter in the Encyclopedia of Primatology about literally monkey sex positions. For some reason, they tapped me to do that. All right, what are the top three? Uh, well, I, we talked about this uh, actually in another podcast uh, that bonobos will do a position that I wanted to call because it is what it is, reverse cowgirl. But my advisor oh, okay. said, no, Natalia, that's going too far. <laughs> it's clearly reverse cow monkey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, technically ape, uh, yeah, but yeah, no, it, obviously, you know, uh, quote unquote doggy style, uh, going in from the rear is, is most popular. And, yeah, sure. uh, but there are some non-human primates, great apes that will do, uh, ma- uh, uh, what is it called? My God, I just blanked out cause I hate it so much. Uh, missionary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> out of protest, your brain just forgot the word missionary. <laughs> yawn. Just <laughs> yawn. <laughs> Tried blocking it out, actually. (laughs) (laughs) What's that one that's really vanilla and boring? Oh, yeah, that one. That the last guy really was into. Oh, what was it? Um, Yeah, yeah, missionary. But anyway. The one where he kept crying afterwards. And staring deeply into my eyes. Um, Yeah, no, 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 no. It's it's tender and, and, and delicate, and I like it. I'm just being mean. You know, I want to see chimps or bonobos attempt to do like a pile driver or screwdriver. (laughs) (laughs) You're just hanging out in the forest. You see one doing a wheelbarrow. You're really impressed. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, they've got to have some sort of sex games. I always wonder what they're doing when we're not watching. And they have time to practice. They have no jobs. Foraging takes up a lot of time, but, you know, <laughs> we didn't really have jobs essentially until we it's created- It's just foraging and pile driving. That's all they have Pretty time much. for. <laughs> Boning and finding food. Hey, don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> I know a couple people who do just that. That's amazing. Well, I mean, that's basically what when you're finished and you're like, you want to get something to eat? Mm-hmm. Like, it's the same thing. Yeah. No, I think it's the morning after meal is very important. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, maybe there's something to that. Let me, uh, let me, more studies, more research is needed. Yeah. So the two bonobos, they finish their pile driver and one of them's like, do you want to just like, I don't know, get Uber Eats or something? <laughs> classic monkey behavior. I'm more of a seamless guy. <laughs> I do a bit about how uh, bonobos, that's how they deal with conflict. And so oftentimes they'll bone so much, they'll forget that there even was food. So you know, the competition for food kind of goes away. Me too. Since we're doing this, and I would love to do anything but talk about this Napoleon Dynamite porn, so I'm going to continue this monkey thing instead. Um, <laughs> we're going to get to the Napoleon Dynamite porn. But what if we didn't? That would be great. It was so lazy. I was spoiled with Back what? to the Future. Sorry. The laziest. Okay, we're going to argue in a second, but okay. But anyway, while we're talking about this, mm-hmm. wasn't there, there was like a radio lab where they were like a lot of the nice chimp who like, that helps groom that's not the alpha, but he's like really nice grooming behavior also is like very successful at reproducing Scoring. because like, yeah, yeah, he doesn't get murdered. Right. 
right? Like nice guys don't necessarily finish last uh, and they don't necessarily get murdered by the alpha. If, you know, if someone's always competing to overthrow the alpha, you know, they might not be in the best favor and they're also wasting a lot of time not wooing the ladies. Fighting and growing huge balls. Exactly. But there, I mean, I always talk about the plasticity of primate behavior that it's not hardwired into our brain. It's a lot of it is nurture, not nature. And we've seen Mm -hmm. groups of primates actually shift their whole behavior and become nicer, more amorous over time, just because those that were the brutish ones died out. There's a great example of baboons that had that happen where a bunch of mean baboons ate all the tuberculosis laden meat at a resort. They all died. (laughs) Yeah, I know. All these guys died and everyone, and and, then baboons are all about hierarchy. They're all about like, you know, getting to the top of the chain. They found that actually the, the most stressed of the male baboons was the one at the top and the, the one at the lowest because that one's getting beat up all the time and this one's always afraid one of them's going to overthrow him. Hmm. So all these baboons died and they were the mean ones and they thought that the betas would come and try to become the alpha and none of them did. They all just chilled the F out. They were cool. They were like, yeah, this is how we're going to yeah. be. And males would come into the group because males would leave their group and join a new group. And... Um, they would try to bully their way to be alpha. And they're like, nah, we don't do this, dog. Like, we don't we don't play that way. Like, we're cool. And so you saw the shift in actual primate behavior. And you see it in humans, too. I mean, we've seen countries over time, like, you know, Australia, obviously, adopting, you know, anti-gun Famously laws. Famously got chiller. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and then in Japan after World War II, mostly because they were forced, but they actually fought in 2015 and protested because they didn't want to be able to go to war to protect their allies because they wanted to be a pacifist nation, which they had established decades earlier after World War II. So you see shifts in, in Germany with the collective guilt of the Holocaust. You know, so you're saying if we just send a big enough load of tuberculosis meat to yes. Montana, they'll stop being bros. I would say go to D.C. first. Oh, OK. Well, no, I meant I was, yeah, I was trying to fix one state at a time. But. <laughs> oh, one state at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, D.C.'s technically not a state. so Yeah, not even. Yeah. I mean, it's a district. so um, We can graduate to a state. Mm-hmm. I think when you see shifts at the top, things sort of trickle down sometimes, you know, if, if, if who you put in the top is a total schmuck, then it really does affect everybody else. So. Have you thought of a spinoff podcast that's just called like Monkey Testicles and then it's all about <laughs> primate behavior? Well, Going Ape is is a show that I, I'm, I'm developing, so hopefully, knock on wood, we'll see. That's the name yay, of it. You yay. already got it. <laughs> but there's so much monkey sex to talk about. Speaking of which, we still need to do a Bigfoot porn. Okay, so- Not make it, but review it. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to- (laughs) Why not both? Actually, Alice, let's talk about that. Actually, okay, let's first talk about Bigfoot porn for a hot second. So Bigfoot erotica absolutely does exist. It does. I know that you've commented, you've done whole podcasts and shows on talking about Bigfoot's sex and sexuality. Yeah, Bigfoot schlong. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Bigfoot schlong. So what are we expecting if we, you know, get into, you know, bed with them? Well, first of all, what do you think Bigfoot is? If you think Bigfoot is more like a human, then humans have the largest penis to body size in the primate world. So Bigfoot can potentially, yeah, high five for you. Good job, Alex. You did it. You did it. (laughs) Yay. You don't have those big ass chimpanzee balls, but you do have a big wang. I, yeah, and who I'll is stop like right there. more balls here, people? <laughs> right? Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, what girl's like? I wish she. I just wish she had bigger balls. Never comes. Jim's up. really nice, but I just wish his balls were more than a handful. Oh God! Can you imagine if 
that actually was a trend that started in LA. <laughs> and then the next thing you see are men going to the plastic surgeon with <laughs> right? injections well, for their uh, yeah. scrotum. I always wanted to do a sketch about, uh, you know, like they always have side boob and under boob, but like I wanted to do like the cutoff shorts and have like underball like become sure, a thing, yeah. you know? Show a little bit of neck. Just just a little bit of, yeah, exactly. A little, little you know, taint no mountain high enough. Um, <laughs> but oh, getting back to, what were we talking about? We were Big talking foot. about oh, yeah. porn, which was apparently a decider in the 2018 Virginia Republican yes. House race. Uh-huh, he was into it. But um so That's anyways, crazy. if you think Bigfoot is more like a gorilla or an orangutan, which is one of our closest genetic relatives, of course chimpanzees being our closest, but if you think it's more like a gorilla, gorillas are hung like a baby carrot. They've got like an inch and a half to 2 inch long schlong, and they also have a baculum, which is the penis bone. Yes, oh, boners yeah. with bones. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. if you think Bigfoot is more like a human, then it probably does not have a baculum, a penis bone, and it probably has a longer and more substantial schlong versus if it was more like a gorilla or a, an orangutan. When you're submitting this like to a thesis reviewer, do you say schlong? <laughs> I usually go with weenus um, or, or ween. Sometimes <laughs> I say dong. If you'll notice the chimpanzee's ding dong. Ding dong, yeah. I call him King Dong. But yeah, I don't do primate sex stuff so much. It's just fun to talk about and it, it gets people come for the, you know, the monkey sex and, and stay for the boring science. So so since we're getting very educational uh, <laughs> when it comes to sex. The evolution of boobs. You want to talk that? Because I, I got that under, I was under control. actually <laughs> going to ask Alex, uh, you had a very specific and interesting sex ed growing up, it seems like, from what uh, when I watched one of your bits. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up in um, a town called Reno, Nevada which is a uh, bad place. Um, I don't know if you've ever been. It's a terrible place. No. And, yeah. and we, had, we had we had really weird, yeah, I had this terrible sex ed thing. I talk about it on stage and there's like a bunch of different parts of it that I've recently remembered. But the main one that I have like steered into my memory now is that our teacher had us taste lube when we were in sixth grade. What? As an activity, like she came around to everybody and she, yeah. Was she, it flavored? My memory is that it just tasted like soap. So probably it was not like strawberry soap, but it was just like, just a little KY. And she put a little drop in your finger and you licked it off. And um, no one told me until what? like five years ago that that was not normal. <laughs> That's not normal. Yeah. See, no. this is the reaction. Like I was at a dinner party a few years ago and I was like, remember when you were tasting lube? And they were like, no. <laughs> and it was very, it was devastating because I just assumed this was an activity. And, but And I don't remember why. She didn't say why we were doing it. It wasn't like, this is an important thing that everyone needs to know for this reason. It was just like, okay, that was done. Now let's go talk about this banana condom. Oh my God. You, I wonder if it really was soap and it was like, look, this is what it tastes like. You don't want to do the sex. <laughs> you want to eat soap all day? I thought that it was like trying to discourage us. It wasn't that. It wasn't like, huh. if I catch you having sex, you have to finish the whole bottle. Like it wasn't, <laughs> there was no thing. It was just like, and that is done. And now our next activity. That's so interesting. Wow. I My best memory is like she just like lost the curriculum that day and just had to like play jazz the whole yeah. class. She just happened to have a, a bottle of lube, <laughs> lube in, her in her purse. She was like, all right, I'm winging this. Yeah. Like, what am I going to, how am I going to fill this time? Well, you know, sometimes it might get in your mouth. We should what? try. <laughs> God, that's crazy. It was so weird. And the other thing, this is a visual bit, but um, if you touch the tip of your nose, like she made us all do the the thing where you touch the tip mm-hmm. of your nose and then explain, yeah, yeah, you guys are doing it on the video. It's great. It's free. But that it's like, that's the same as the feeling of the cervix. It's the same type of cartilage. 
But like, why do you need to practice that? Who cares? Well, it's the weirdest class. Whose fingers are going that high? I mean, like, that's like. You should not be that deep. That's too deep. Well, well, what I would say is that if you want to test the strength of a vibrator, the best way to do it is because the tip of your nose is so sensitive to do it on the tip of your nose. I mean, I can't think of any other reason of why you'd want to. That wouldn't get you kicked out of the store? (laughs) No, no, not at all. I mean. It gets me kicked out of the store if I use it on my clit, but yeah, sure, otherwise. sure, okay, sure. But so wait, so you when you buy a vibrator, it's got like ten people's nose. It's like this vibrator. <laughs> you're with the ten noses it's been with before you. Assuming it's not in a packaging. Well, but which- you took it out of the packaging, tested on your nose, and then put it back. If you didn't like it? No, they normally at sex shops will have like a sample one. Oh, it's a sample. Oh, there's a floor model. Okay. Ooh, but it's still, that would be covered model. in nose? That's so gross. <laughs> Maybe wash your vibrators? No, but wow. the, the floor model, are they boiling it after every nose? Probably not. Oh, I'm <laughs> a tiny bit of a germaphobe, that, and that's hideous to me. The idea of a vibrator covering other people's nose goo. Okay, so imagine that it is a floor model. You're yes. more grossed out at, about it touching people's noses as opposed to people holding it? Um, I think there's more bacteria on our hands than there is on the tip of our nose. Sure. So taking something that other people have touched and putting it on your nose, that's the gross part. I'm going to disagree. It can be touched, but like you don't rub money on your nose. That's gross. Unless you're doing cocaine. (laughs) So you're doing coke off this vibrator. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Some people do that. Maybe I am too germaphobic for cocaine. (laughs) That's a great reason not to do cocaine. It's a horrible (laughs) thing to do any... For any reason, really. It's a great reason for me not to share my cocaine. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) More cocaine for me. (laughs) Don't give it to Alex. He's grossed out by nose stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure there's people out there that actually have, I mean, nose kinks. I used to have crushes on guys with big noses. That was a thing that I had when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Weird. Yeah, the bigger the nose, the more I was in. Like Gerard Depardieu in Cyrano de Bergerac was like, ooh, yeah, Mm. got to get me some of that. What's the bird who's friends with the king and Lion King? Zazu. You got a Zazu. big Zazu fetish. Yeah. That would have been funnier if I could have gotten the bat off my shoulders faster, but you get it. <laughs> That's okay. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, two cans do it for me. You know, just two can do more than one can do. <laughs> two cans, Sam. The thing that when I think back about the sex ed, though, that's so interesting for me is that, like, we had it. Yeah. Like, it was weird and bad, but, like, it wasn't like they didn't say, like, sex is evil, don't touch it. They were just saying weird, not helpful things, but it was like, it was still there. Yeah. Like I would expect in a a place like as conservative as as Reno was when I was a kid was like, oh, just have somebody be like abstinence only get out of here. But they were like, no, let's, let's lick it. Let's talk about it. (laughs) Put it in your mouth. Yeah. Isn't that Uh, weird? It is. I, I went to parochial school my whole life, Presbyterian up to sixth grade. And then I went to Catholic school to uh, graduated from high school. And I had started having sex ed, I think in fifth grade. We had mm-hmm. it every year after fifth grade. Like every year we touched on some part of sex. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. We, we, I mean, they scared us. I remember my, my, um, they told us about non-oxidal nine that you could yeah, put on yeah. condoms to kill the uh, HIV virus. And I remember I had a boyfriend in sixth grade. We were boyfriend and girlfriend for 24 hours. We had the triple twirl was our dance move. And I remember Justin Miller and I had this very intense conversation about when we did decide to have sex, we would use condoms with non-oxidal nine. Yeah. We were 12, but like it was so drilled into our heads that this is yes, what you which, do. Which is not cool anymore, right? We don't do that. Uh, the nanoxinol nine is not as not popular anymore. I don't hear about it as much being on condoms like it used to. Maybe we should bring that back. Yeah, I vaguely remember this turning out to being like a really bad irritant. Ooh, 
for the lady. Mm. I've actually never even heard of it. Yeah, it's just like a spermicide yeah. lubricant oh. that's like, it turns out, yeah, it was like, it's real bad for the lady horse. And so we stopped doing it. You know what? If uh, you're a listener and you know, uh, email us. Tell us. Tell us. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's already finished an angry tweet, so. It's well, I think it might be. I mean, I'm 40. I don't know how old you are, Alex, but like, I think it might. It was really big in the early 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was I'm 35, so it's yeah. pretty close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, it's. I think maybe it fell out of favor for abstinence. Nobody's having sex anymore. The other thing that I remember from the sex ed class that I've talked about a lot is that she told us that you could get HIV from kissing. Um, Ooh. Which you can't Yikes. for sure. No, but it was like somebody had asked a question, like a bowl, where you write questions on a little piece of paper anonymously, mm-hmm. and then they answer it. And so someone was like, "Can you get HIV from kissing?" And she was like, "Yeah." but only if you swallow a gallon of the other person's saliva, which is like, it's wrong, but it's also like, what a weird, insane thing to make up. Like, why would you? Yeah. A gallon. Oh my God. That's also really specific. It's so specific. Yeah. Exactly. Like why? And she was so quick. It was like, if you made that up, why did you make up such a specific, disgusting number? Because she has a gallon at home. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't want to feel weird about it. That's what it sounds like. Exactly. This exactly. is the same woman with KY in her purse that made you eat exactly. it, right? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I really- That she wrote off on her taxes. What else did- I mean, <laughs> she wrote on her taxes. Fun fact, she's actually saving all of that saliva as lube. Oh, my God. Ew. Mildly effective. Moderate. I mean, I mean. (laughs) There are worse options. When she has dry mouth. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I pictured in like a milk jug, like a gallon jug. Uh, uh. (laughs) Don't care for it. No. I Don't care for it. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so brilliant. Take an empty milk gallon nope. jug and just spit nope. it to it. It's not brilliant. Time time. Can not you just brilliant see how, at all. Oh, that's so gross. No, I'm going to do it. Do not like it. Do not like it. Alice. Unsubscribe. Alice. I'm disgusting. I'm sorry. <laughs> you probably hate me, Alex. I have gone to Burning Man for many years. Um, and oh, I, know I that don't hate that at all. Why would I hate that? Well, because little Reno folks are like, oh, God, they're back. No. Die. They're so nice. I worked at the airport. And so you, oh, every time somebody would come through with a bag covered in playa dust, <laughs> they were the nicest people. So I have I have nothing but positive. Oh, also, good. Reno has gotten way cooler because of all the um, the burners making great art and then not having anywhere to put it. So Reno is like overflowing oh. with amazing art now that they got donated after Burning Man. So it's like it's actually a much cooler town than when I grew up. That's awesome. Great. That makes me very happy because, I mean, you know, I'm probably talking to maybe some of the older Reno inhabitants that have just yeah, been like, yeah. get out of here with your hippie ways. Yeah, because like, well, in like the 90s, Reno was just like a Kirkland signature brand, Las Vegas. Yeah. It was just a sad, shitty little town. And then now it's kind of like, it's much more progressive. The state's way blue now. And they like have all this amazing art around Reno and the, and the mountains that they've capitalized on. It's, so it's okay. It's okay. Good. I try not to talk too much shit about Reno in case my parents listen, but they are uh, not listening to this one. So I'm not worried. <laughs> My dad's pretty thorough with podcasts I appear on, but I think he's going to really? skip this one. Yeah. Oh, my parents. I don't even know if they even know anything that I do. I think I keep it from them. <laughs> my parents are so, my dad especially, he's retired and he just follows everything we do and consumes Aww. everything that I've ever put out on the internet. He's very nice. That's really sweet. But I'm going to not mention this one. That's, yeah. For me, the weirdest situation was, so my parents, they're fully aware that I participate in a porn podcast participate uh, that's a nice <laughs> casual way to say you, that you made this up. thing and put it out in the world <laughs> but the kicker is i know they never listen to it but my father has seen me go viral accidentally on a vibrator uh-huh. uh, i was fully clothed by the way so it happened earlier this year it's just on your nose really strong <laughs> yeah I wish. Just testing out the strength. The point is that he goes on live leak because I guess he's just really into watching Russians die. Uh, Oh, what? (laughs) 
This took a turn. <laughs> Dad, it's fine. He escaped communism. It's payback. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, that's what half the videos on LiveLeak are, let's be honest. I would not click on a LiveLeak. That sounds like a bad website. I can tell from the name. I don't want to be there. No. So apparently it consists of that and uh, his daughter being on the front page for two days, uh, basically orgasming on a vibrating machine. So that was great. Was it great? He's welcome. This is why I went to college. You said great, but in a way that I think meant not that great. Yeah. What did he say about it? It was a really awkward conversation. It was like, I saw you on that vibrating chair. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty much how it went. Hmm. My dad doesn't like that I've covered a lot of sex. St- I mean, like, you know, I did the Today Show talking about the evolution of boobs on, in 2011. And from there, I did Butt Week and then Play With Your Balls 1 and Play With Your Balls 2, Testament of Glory. And uh, he is not, <laughs> but I, but he, oh no, but he was in Butt Week number two with Liberty and Just Ask for All. Like him and my grandpa and my brother all appeared in it. So he can't, you know, like he'll make, give me crap for doing all these sort of secondary sex characteristic videos and things like that. But when it comes down to it, if I give him an opportunity to be in it, he jumps. He's like all in. I mean, look, I've known you for 27 minutes and you've discussed the sexual attributes of at least 30 different species of mm-hmm. animal. And so I assume you're kind of like this at Thanksgiving, too. <laughs> I'm sure he's aware of your interests. Yeah. So speaking of awkward sex. Oh. We did review a porn today. We did. Well, what if we didn't? But what if we did? Okay. We reviewed Napornian Dynamite. <laughs> and Did not so- care for it. Sorry, I don't want to jump too far ahead. Uh, why didn't you not care about it? Nor care for it? Oh, man. I guess my main reaction is like, but why, though? Like, it's a movie about children. There's like infinity movies out there you could do a parody of. Why would you start with a movie about kids to make your porn parody? It's weird. It's a weird choice. I mean, there's also 10-inch mutant ninja turtles. No one asked for that. <laughs> sure. I, I agree with that, but at least there's the fun of turtles. Like, I'd be more curious about that because of the turtle backpacks. This is just, <laughs> there's just nothing about this that I wanted to see. And, you know, watching, having watched a Napornian have a lot of sex, I don't think they understand that character. No. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. John Heater's character would never have that much sex no, in the no. real version. Of course not. It doesn't make, it's like, it's such a weird, <laughs> why though? Why did you make this? He did refer to his penis as a warrior. He did. He, he did. did. He did. I guess the wig is like a reason to make it is to get him in that blonde afro. But also why? Like why not anything else? That's my main takeaway. Because rule 34. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So for those of you who've never seen Napoleon Dynamite, it's a 2004 American comedy film. Basically, in a small town of Preston, Idaho, you have the super awkward teen Napoleon, and you just kind of see his life where, you know, he has his older brother, Kip, his nostalgic uncle Rico shows up to keep an eye on him. Uh, Napoleon befriends a new kid, Pedro, and tries helping him run for president. And we have a really interesting porn spin on this. Uh, so first off, before we do get we? into the porn. <laughs> yes, we do. It was lazy. I mean, yeah, it was. I thought it was pretty phoned in. Yeah. Definitely. So let's start from the beginning. I mean... Okay, let's start at the beginning. Napoleon Dynamite. Terrible name. <laughs> Why would you give it... Like, it should be called Napoleon Vaginamite. Way better. That is creative. But I think what's lazier <laughs> right. is whenever I see, like, not Napoleon Dynamite, triple X. And that's... Oh, why, yeah, yeah. What yeah. I hate. That's and I see it laziest. all the time. That's inexcusable. They're just doing it for the SEO. Yeah, right. 
But no one's searching for Napoleon. In fact, if you try it, it will Google will just be like, Napoleon. I'm sure you meant Napoleon Dynamite. Like, it's not even searchable. It's very difficult. Like, you mean they didn't put in all that money and time to have a good SEO? <laughs> they did. They what? didn't. This, okay, this is my, okay, so obviously this is your area of expertise. Alice, maybe you can tell me why. What is the market for this product? It's a porn gag gift. Who is this for? You know, I ask myself the same thing when I watched Avengers Triple X, uh, Ghostbusters Triple X, and so many other porn parodies. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one asked for fuller holes, but we got it. Um, <laughs> well, okay, wow. so you don't actually, you don't, <laughs> it's a better name. Are enough people purchasing this as a gag that it's making it worthwhile? Because the, the sex doesn't seem like it's very good, and the parody is so brief. Yeah, it's just the characters. It's not the actual st- – I mean, like, yeah. where's the llama? I mean, like, there wasn't even, like, a Dalai Lama reference. They could have done so okay. much there. I feel like the llama not being there is my favorite part, actually. <laughs> now that you say it, I'd forgotten about that. Huge compliment for not including the llama. <laughs> the llama, you could have done so many different puns on the llama. And why the heck was there a Confederate flag in the sex quando? Like, we're going to talk about not that. Okay. So not really weird okay. Not okay. I mean, it fit the character. Let's be frank. Yes, the character was horrible. Rex Quando in the movie is super patriotic. Yes. He wears the big American flag parachute pants. Why would you take him and make him a douche? Like, why would you make him so much the worst? Yeah, why would you make him racist? Awful human person. Yes. And really rough. And he called her Chinese. And then he said, this is for Pearl Harbor. I mean, I know what the joke they're going for, but still I was like, man, this is bad. Yeah, it's super fucked up. And why does that have to be – like one of the things that's so great about Rex Guando is that he he was like really sweet on Starla, his uh, bodybuilder girlfriend, wife. I don't know. It's an interesting character. Why does he have to be the one who's like super rough and racist and terrible? Yeah, I don't know why they went that way creatively. So just so you guys have a reference, this was done in 2008 by Pink Lotus. So a little bit of a different company than we're used to working with. Don't know what their budget or decision making was. Hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Buck 75. By the way, I would have pitched in an extra hundred bucks for them to rent a llama. I absolutely. Look, you got a bear costume with a dick. How is that not good enough for you? It was wasted. They could have done so much more with the strap on. Strap on bear deserved better, guys. Of course he did. Why why was he there? So that that is the weirdest choice by far. Strap on bear was good. I want to get to strap on bear, but let's start from the beginning. So in the beginning, you have the opener where they're recreating it with the names of the cast drawn out and crayon on lined paper. So what was interesting is that, did you guys know that in the original, you know, in the beginning where they have like the similar pictures, but it's actually, you know, a hand drawing some stuff. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they do. Well, they do the credits out of like hand drawn catch up stuff. Yeah, Yeah. but they also have a hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But are you talking about that or are you talking about the like actual drawings later? No, well, I'm talking about that. The catch up stuff. Yeah, cool, cool. The catch up stuff. Yeah. Uh, Did you guys know that when they filmed it for the real film the first time and then presented to the executives, the executives were like, the hands are disgusting. You guys need to bring in a hand model. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was John Heater's hands. That's, That's fun. That's funny. I used to hand model. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. That was one of my jobs in my early early mid-20s. Yeah. How cutthroat is the hand model business? Oh, man. I mean, cut manicures all day, every day. You know, can't t- – don't burn yourself on a stove. You know, don't yeah. bite those cuticles. Yeah. No, it was an accidental gig, but it paid decently. Anyways, yeah. I'm disappointed that I wasn't available. 
for Napoleon or Napoleon. I did not, that was a fun fact. I was thinking to myself, I mean, there's hand models, there's foot models, there's torso models, but vagina models, there's not much you can really do with that. Well, my OBGYN is like the Playboy Playmate doctor. I didn't know this until you. Oh, years. No. Yes. And I was like, so for years, I think he would tell me, he would like look at everything and be like, everything. He's very, very calm. Everything down there looks beautiful. And for years no. I was like, oh, he's just Is being nice. Okay? But now I'm like, he sees a lot of, you know, <laughs> beautiful vagines. I, I feel kind of a little, you know, amped up, a little special. But Wait, just to be clear, that's not creepy? No. When your OBGYN is like, great work, love your parts. I mean, yes, it is very creepy if it was just said by any old guy, but he's one of the nicest humans mm, okay. and has been like, has seen me through, you know, all sorts of trials and travails, you know, breakups and things like that. Like, he's just like the, the sweetest doctor. But normally- Every time if you any, have a breakup, you go in and you're like, just tell me just like my tell vagina me is beautiful. I don't have STDs. <laughs> no, but he's just absolutely- He's, he's a lovely human. But hmm. I was up for a writing job on a show years ago, and I came up with a sketch called America's Next Top Bottom about a butt double contest. It was for a Jimmy oh. Kimmel sketch. And Next it, Top Bottom is Yeah, good. so it was going to be a butt double contest. because Not to be confused with the gay porn game show. Is there one? It should be one. There really should. Yeah. <laughs> America's Next <laughs> Top, top Bottom. bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised. You, I'm sorry you didn't get that job. I feel like that name alone should have carried you through. I felt like, I mean, I'm still on good terms with them and I, I'm hoping one day to get a chance. But yeah, it was in the end, it was Guillermo and Matt Damon up for, you know, Perfect. the best bottom. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm keep your fingers there. crossed. If anyone from Kimmel's listening, hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Write to us. Info at twogirlswithmike.com. I've got I'm, more butt stuff for you. That didn't sound good. Yeah, right. <laughs> If you're a producer of the show, be like, oh, this podcast is great. <laughs> yeah. Email Natalia. Here's here's a joke. Put in a good review on the, uh, you know, the Apple Tunes and whatever it is called. And uh, yeah, give me a call. Or just post, uh, what's it called? Hey, here's uh, what we were looking for casting in the iTunes comments. <laughs> the way you said Apple Tunes reminded me that Napoleon Dynamite said interwebs like six times. Or no, it was Kip. <laughs> Kip said interwebs. And it just, every time it like made me want to die. Oh, man. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> no. Fridge magnet joke. You're like, this is the worst joke. I mean, that was my biggest complaint was the lazy writing. Like, there was a whole dance routine they could have done. Yeah, they like, didn't get close dance to the dance. The, dan- the whole breakdancing thing. Like, that would have been uh, such a great... And vote for Paco. Well, in this case, Paco, but not paid, you know, vote for Pedro. But, like, there was we'll no... We'll just use the original cast names. Yeah, yeah, okay. I agree with yeah. that. Yeah, 100%. like, thank you. So there was no vote. That, I mean, like, especially after they both boned Debbie, like, I think she should have been voting, like, in the whole vote for Pedro could have been, like, who was the better boner? And mm. you know how I feel about writing in porn, Alice. I have strong feelings. It could be so much better. If you're going to be a porn parody, you know, like, Fact of the Future was so strong. I know. You know, I spoiled the fox you. capacitor. I am spoiled rotten. <laughs> I will say that although there's very little writing, if you were to take the movie <laughs> and be like, what five scenes could become sex scenes, I think they did an okay job. Sex Quando is a solid turn on Rex Quando. Mm-hmm. And also the one good joke is that Rex Quando, his big thing was about having a partner have your back, and they turned that into double-teaming Debbie because they were doing sex Quando. That is the one. And then the rest of it, they were like, what if we didn't even try? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I personally really enjoyed them incorporating. So, for example, in the beginning, we have Trisha's mom calls Trisha and says mm-hmm. that she's been getting mail from Napoleon asking to draw her vagina. Mm-hmm. And like any reasonable person, Trisha says, no, she doesn't want to do it. Right. But 
the mother says, you have to. I told him you'd come over to his trailer and model. <laughs> Unlike any, so, so, so Trisha says no, like any reasonable person. And her mom her forces mom. her like no person who's ever existed. <laughs> but that's when I knew I was in for a good time. <laughs> I, I, I Trisha's mom, I think, is the most questionable choice in this whole movie. It, it's weird. It's an unnecessary. She's the one who's supposed to be responsible. And she forces her daughter to vagina model for this weirdo just because she's gotten a couple of phone calls. Well, and also bear in mind that when it comes to vagina modeling, it, you know, it probably would take like four hours to finish a drawing of her vagina. But he's pretty sure he memory. has good enough drawing skills to draw from memory. <laughs> And then they do no drawing. We also don't get, we get no actual vagina modeling. He's like, you should come over for four hours or I'll just do you now. And then they don't even – you were like, you only have to watch the plot. And one of the reasons why I watched the sex on 8X was because otherwise this would have been a six-minute assignment. And it would have felt too – like I feel like it did not do enough homework for you. It did have a fair amount of plot though compared to some of the other porns that I've watched. <laughs> no, I mean it had a fairly consistent storyline for the most part. So like for example, after that scene, you have Uncle Rico or Uncle Suave. Rico Suave, which I I was appreciated the Rico Suave. Yeah, uh, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Begrudging compliment. Yes. Uh. <laughs> so you have him and Kip in a diner discussing – Kip, you know, having super hot chats with women on the internet webs, which is very consistent with the original plot uh, story plot. Uh-huh. And then, you know, transitioning over to Rico suggesting that he uh, help him develop his sales skills and then actually going into the sales seat. Now, that said, I've been in sales for 10 years. <laughs> I've never had to prove myself by taking off my pants. Yeah. You're doing it wrong, Alice. Yeah, it sounds like someone who's not proven herself. Yeah. How invested are you, Alice? <laughs> Look, if I'm selling back massagers that look like Casio made them in the 80s. Yeah. I guess the only reason why you should be taking off your pants is because you're selling your pants and you need to give Uh them to the person. So maybe. In which case, you should also just have other pants. (laughs) A door-to-door pants salesman where you're like, I have this one pair of pants. Who would like one used pants? It's a terrible business model. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it could be effective. I don't it know. Could. There's only one way to find out, guys. What are you guys doing this weekend? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I'm pretty free, actually. Oh, wait. I'm going to the New York City uh, sex conference, so I'm sure that we could sell some pants there. Uh, like yeah. Just walking around a sex conference being like, oh, honey, you look so cold. <laughs> or it's just a bottle of Windex and spraying people's pants and being like, they're so clean. I can see myself in them and get <laughs> groans all weekend long. <laughs> No, I, I did like the Rico Suave pun. I, I felt like <sighs> Uncle Suave, though. I mean, he, yeah, he definitely, like, and then he went in and he, he boned his, it was, it was nephew, he was technically his nephew, right? I guess this Kip's supposed to be, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, his nephew's uh, girl. After she became a prostitute, which is not in the original. Yeah, like, and then he pimped her out. <laughs> what a weird left turn that scene took. Let's explain to the audience what happens. So LaFonda, like in the original, comes and visits Kip And we're seeing her trying, you know, put on some bling, give him a do-rag. That's consistent with the storyline. Yes. And Alex, what do they do? Instead of them just having kind of a fun love scene like they do in the movie, which is with a, you know, kind of a questionable racial tinge. Instead, what they do here is they're like, oh, we're in love. Everything's great. But also we ran out of money and now we have to become, I'm going to prostitute you out. It's just the hardest left turn that I've ever seen a plot take for no, just inexplicable. No, no reason. Did not understand why. <laughs> and not necessary. Does not help the scenes later. 
No, it was just a weird thing to say. I, I actually worked with uh, Chandrella Avery, the woman who played La Fonda in Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, fun. Yeah, I worked with her. And I worked with Deidre Bader on um, on Drew. So, you know what I mean? Like, it, they're both like two of like the nicest people in the whole entire world. I do wonder if they've seen, I bet there's a Drew Carey parody too. I would. I, oh, wait, let me see if it, it exists. I bet there is. But I, I just wonder if Deidre knows that he has been parodied and same with the uh, Duke Chandrella. The Carey show? Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. The, or the screw carry, you know. Oh, I mean, screw like, carry's yeah. pretty good too, yeah. I don't think so, but I'll look for it. And if it does, we'll review it. <laughs> so the weird thing with Uncle and Kip is that in both of their scenes together, the person who it doesn't make sense has the sex. Right? Yeah. So the first scene together, you're like, oh, clearly the creepy uncle is doing the sales, is selling this giant vibrator. He's going to have sex with this lady. And then he's like, Kip, get in there. And then later with Kip's girlfriend, Kip is like, hey, why don't you have sex with my girlfriend? And then he does. It's a very, like, at neither point does that scene go where it would seem reasonable. There were interesting choices in this film. Yes. If we are going to call it a film. You know what? There's um, a lot of, quote, films that extreme Christians call films. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to let this slide. Yes. So Rico, at least, they were consistent with this character you know, with him being reminiscent of the past because in the original, yes. he was very reminiscent of- he was a, In the original, he's a washed up football player. In this one, yeah. he's a washed up porn star who <laughs> came in the wrong part of a girl and like got fired, I guess, which is, a, I, it seems like a very high stakes porn set. <laughs> I mean, wasn't it the eye? And I feel like yeah. that might be- yeah actually appreciated in a porn site. He said he was supposed to be in the mouth and it got a little bit in her eye. And I, look, I just anatomy-wise, very close, those two parts. Yeah. I want to meet the director who was on that set, who was just so frustrated where he was like, you'll never <laughs> work in this town again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wrong orifice. <laughs> it was, this was a very strange character choice for him to be a washed up porn star too. That was, and then he like has to pay to have sex with yeah. Lucretia. He's so great at sex, but no one... Okay, look, let me just... Okay, look, this is going to come out at some point, so let me just say this. I like when the two people in the porns pretend to like each other. And there's none of these scenes in this whole movie. It was always somebody who was there, like, under duress. Like, Trisha's mom forces her to be there. Obviously, Rex is, like, real gross, forcey stuff. Yeah. And then, like, uh, with Kip and the uncle, it's always, like, this is a business transaction. The two girls are the only two that You're I right, feel yes, like exactly, that was, right, that the, was the, the hottest. Hands. That was the hottest sex scene of all of them. Yes. It was the only two people who had sex because they both wanted to. And that one girl was so into it. I was just like, yes, <laughs> you get it. Like, they, she was... <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I'm your little slut. I was like, yes, you were. You were here for this. You're not. I mean, what, what bothered me so much about sex quando was like. Let's talk about sex quando. Yeah, let's do that. So, yeah, you go into the room and, you know, you, you see that he's teaching these students, right, Alice? To keep women and people at bay. Yes, women, yes. women and people. Because not the same. Don't you get confused. Really upsetting, yeah. <laughs> and there is very strap-on bear. <laughs> Not you, Bear. Sit down, Bear. <laughs> it, it's difficult because so, Strap on Bear is my favorite character and Sex Quando is my least favorite character right? in the movie. So it's weird it's they shared a scene. I and I just wish the bear won. <laughs> I know. Well, maybe the bear won by not being in the rest of that scene. You know, maybe the bear <laughs> did win. 
by exiting the film with grace. Uncredited performance of the bear, too. I could not find out who was in that role. I bet you it was just one of the other actors, and I'm curious who it was. <laughs> no, you know? I like to think it's like one of the, it was like on the new Star Wars movie where they had like 50 people who were super famous played a stormtrooper. <laughs> it's like, this was a walk-on from someone who was really passionate about this story. Right. Got to play a sex bear for a second. It was actually John Heater, fun fact. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be strap on bear. <laughs> I really wanted to see Tan was her real name. I think her last name is. But she. I wanted to see her take control and be – I wanted to see a flip. I wanted to see the others exiting. Yes. And then all of a sudden she turns around and she dominates him. But no. Right. It was just, he turns out to be, a, it was you know, really like aggressive. all fake. Yeah. yeah. And like not – that is some people's fantasy and I, whatever, not judgmental, but it does seem weird as a thing in the middle of a movie. That's not about that. Cause that means people who were not looking for that have to watch it. And that's a little surprising to me. I did not care for that. Yeah. Agreed. So going back to the bear though, Mm -hmm. (laughs) strap on bear. Mm -hmm. Good move. Yeah. Yeah, So strap on bear. So I was trying to be, because I care about accuracy in my porn. Yes. Um, I appreciate so, that about you. Yeah. Thank you. So I was Googling it and I was trying to find out, like, what's the size of a bear's penis? Of course you were. Well, fortunately, we have animal penis expert Natalia here on the show. No, Alice, I want to hear what you, because they have baculums, but go on, or bacula. <laughs> go on. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I was looking and the closest I could find, because they specified that it was a grizzly bear, I could. the closest I could find was a polar bear penis size. No, but th- those can sometimes mate, so that could be similar. Yeah, they have exactly. polar or uh, growler bears or pizzly bears. Pizzlies. Mm-hmm. So what's interesting is, so polar bears' penises are 7.3 inches or 18.6 centimeters. But what's more interesting Definitely is Definitely more that impressive in centimeters. Ancient... <laughs> Well, ancient bears actually, though, had bigger penises. They had bigger baculums. So, oh, right. So, because like if you didn't have a baculum, it wouldn't be in the fossil record because it's all soft tissue. So, you need, we only know about ancient dicks if they had dick bones, bones in their dicks. Yeah. 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 Need them, you need them dick bones. Yeah. Those dick bones were 9.1 inches or 23.3 centimeters. And they say that longer baculum could have served as a physical support during mating. Mm, Like a kickstand. Exactly. There's different theories of why humans don't have, we lack uh, the baculum. And one of them is that it basically proves virility and, and health because to maintain an erection, you you have to be in pretty good health. And there are a lot of guys that can't do it anymore, you know, and maybe that's a sign that they shouldn't be doing it anymore. Um, mm. But they've got this little blue pill that helps them along with that process. But in the primate world, if you want to get a heart on, all you have to do, the bone is not always in the boner. Like they don't always have an erection. The bone It's slips retractable? In, yeah, it basically slips into the, the wean when you want to have a heart on. So like, and it's, yeah, so I did not know that. It's like a hand into a hand puppet. Well, that's sexy, but yeah, it's not like, com- it doesn't like <laughs> nope. completely suck back, in, but it's not always there. So it's, it's one of those things where you're not um, walking around just like bumping things over with your, with your stiff ween. Again, total scientific words. Um, terminology. It's really hard being a bear. It really is. It's very hard. I also, it was interesting that the color choice for the strap on, it was a, a white wiener on a darker colored bear. And that bear was actually pretty dark. Would you say it was a black bear? I mean, it looked black. It was a black bear. And black bears are black bears. They're not, grizzly bears are brown. I believe we call them an African-American bear. Well, was that bear born in America? It could have been Canadian. That could have been an African-Canadian bear. That's true. We don't know. That's true. 
Well, but it was working, so it had a it had a visa at least. Oh, there we go. And somehow in the south, grizzly bears are not black; <laughs> uh, they are brown. I'm just being a stickler for yes. science. Sorry. The problem was they were trying to find a close enough strap-on to the size of a regular grizzly bear penis around the seven inches. So they were like, look, all these black ones are like 13. We can't do something. <laughs> Too close to Which is like a thousand size. centimeters. You can't oh even God. measure it. It's like 50 centimeters. Oh, we can't crazy. use it. <laughs> the best part of the bear scene, though. So they're, they're starting out. It's like a self-defense course. And he's like, just like in the in Napoleon Dynamite. Sir, it's a 69-day program. It's a 69-day program. Nice. But he, he gets someone to come up and to wrestle with him so he can knock him away with his dildo, just like in the movie. He's like, I need a volunteer. And the bear raises his hand and he's like, not you. That's the best part of the movie. That was the one genuine laugh I got the whole movie was that the bear wanted to play and was not allowed to. So he let a guy in a bear costume into the sex defense class, but will not let him volunteer in class. But then he'd let him volunteer later. The most rapey sex defense class. Yeah. Yeah, It was kind of an anti-self-defense class, really. Yeah, yeah, he was really, it was a self-offensive class. Well, it was like teaching them self-defense against him, really, if you think about it. <laughs> right, and it, and they had not finished the course, so they were not very effective <laughs> at it. They were not able to defend themselves against him. Oh, my Did God. Did not like it. No, it, it made me uncomfortable. And the, and the, conf- oh, the Confederate flag. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Confederate oh, flag, yeah. terrible. I was crying of laughter when I kept seeing the American flag basically just falling over, draped over her head as she was getting boned in the back. I did like that. That was beautiful. I mean, that was the most American thing, if anything. Sorry. So I like that. I did not like the Confederate flag. But what I don't know how I feel about is that the woman in that scene had a hand brace. Her hand was in a cast. What was... Why did she have... (laughs) Was it a brace? I thought it was a boxing glove at first, and then later I thought Uh it was a brace. Why did she... So it was like wraps. I used to kickbox, and so I used to have hand wraps. I don't know. So she just had one boxing glove on? No, that's weird. I don't know how I feel about that one. That one's I'm just trying to figure out. Well, one hand to, like, fight off the intruder, and the second to jack him off with, with sex quando? Mm. I don't know. Mm. I really don't know. I don't think it's that effective of a uh, program. If I'm being honest, it seems like maybe a scam. Yeah, I think I'm ready to write the better business bureaus about sex quando. I think it's I think it's time he is reported, honestly. There's got to be a I was just trying to think, if I had a name it would have worked it, let me just explain the joke what it would have been. So just picture I had a really <laughs> clever pun on Better Business Bureau where I made it sexual and then it was like that's the porn parody of the Better Business Bureau. Was it the Better Business Bureau? See, because that would have done it. See if I had come up right, with that. That's my would head. not have explained it. <laughs> if we want to re-edit this so that I came up with it really fast. Yeah. But I think it's better with you seeing the how the sausage was made. <laughs> <laughs> the Better Business Bureau is obviously the porn pair, the triple X porn Very parody Brady. of the Better Business Bureau, where they show up at Sex Quando and is like, we've gotten a lot of complaints about you. And then like three <laughs> mean inspector ladies have their way with him against his will. Well, Strap-On Bear is jerking off in the corner. I would love Strap-On Bear just slapping him on the forehead with his strap-on the whole time. It's like, you have been bad. I'm into That's it. What I want. I'm there for it. What's amazing is listeners of the show know that this is not the first porn parody that we've watched with a bear in it. Okay, what? What other? I'm I'm intrigued. I love bears. I'm, I mean, both the gay male version and just you know the actual animal, the animal bear. being sexualized mm-hmm. in movies. Well, no, I mean, I'm pretty also confident that this could have even been the same exact bear costume uh, that they used in Horat. Oh, sure, sure. Horat. Yeah, but in all seriousness, so they did uh, the porn version of Borat where instead of him having his sidekick, he has a bear. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what's great about it is while Horat is at one point having sex with the prostitute, the bear jumps out of the closet. (laughs) 
like one is wont to do. Pretty much. And then later on in the film gets tied up uh, and has a BDSM relationship in a very quick montage <laughs> with like a college student. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> I just see like an 80s montage, you know, where they're just. Yeah, it's just some power ballad. Right, exactly. Like Kenny Loggins just really going to town. But really, she's never actually into the bear. She just wanted to disappoint her dad. Yeah, she's doing she it. She brings to, him to home at out. Christmas break. <laughs> oh, God. Dad, this is my boyfriend, a bear. <laughs> this is Greg. He, 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 uh, <laughs> he never supported abortions before. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. But when done by bear. Oh, but here, fun fact, guys. Uh, polar bears can actually self-abort if they can't, if they're they're pregnant and they're feeling like they can't maintain that fetus because they don't have enough fat on their body, they can self-abort. The body has a way of shutting it down? Yeah, the body, the, their body has a way of shutting it down, right? I actually, I did a Nat Geo Wild episode about it or, you know, talking about this and I actually on national television told my kid, sorry, kid, not this time, maybe next time. And they included it. <laughs> Can I um, just say, not what I expected this show to be about. Polar bear abortions? Yeah, this is not where I was thinking yeah. this was going to go. No. I would have taken different notes if I had known it had to be about <laughs> polar bears and their rights. That's true. The fun thing about the pizzly bears, the scientists found, I'm sure you know this, uh, probably both of you already know this, but just for fun, is that the pizzly bears were like, oh, there's a bunch of bears that are grizzly bears and polar bears are mating. And then they did a DNA test and it turns out all of them trace back to one female grizzly bear who just likes to fuck polar bears. You know? Like, it's not a species-wise program. It's just this one bear lady who's like, I like a polar bear. I'm really That's into what it. I'm, into. I'm, I'm sick of these grizzlies, man. They're just straight yeah. jerks. She's got a type, and it's a polar bear. That's, hey, whatever works. Yeah. It's just interesting. It's the I first mean, time I've listened to a story about a bear and been like, get it, girl. Yeah. Get it, girl. <laughs> yeah, I Obviously mean. Obviously has type. Oh, wow. Can you imagine if bears had Tinder? <laughs> oh, I can Instead of swiping, it's a slashing motion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God doesn't respond to you for eight months. He was just hibernating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could have all types of bears, even the ones that aren't real bears, like koala bears. You got, you know, the panda bears. You got. Yeah, but no one red- swipes right on the koala bears. They all have chlamydia. Yeah, they just eat bush and leave. Actually, oh, both of those are very good. Um, the chlamydia, though, reminds me of another thing from my list of things I did not like, which is at the end of the movie, they were like, and then everyone has venereal diseases and then it's over. That's a weird outro to this it movie was. about children is that everyone has STDs now for no good reason. But they're excited about it because they're peeing green. Yeah, they thought no, it was You know cool. what this was? This entire movie was sex ed for us. Of, this is what happens if you're in high school and have sex. That's you true. You all get a venereal disease. You will definitely get diseases. That's exactly. <laughs> this was not your sex ed teacher. No, this, this was, was the moral of the story. Fair. Well, yeah, there's also that the thing with uh, Laquisha. She just gets pregnant for no reason. Why was that scene there? Because they didn't like condoms. I know it was weird. And like there was no, they didn't even show the baby. It was just a very, a lot of choices that I did not understand. Kip just has a dad now. You know, the casting agent couldn't find a parent that would lend their baby for a porn. Well, that's fair. Yeah. No llama, no baby. (laughs) Sometimes babies have those like, it's like a little hoodie, but it has ears. So it could look like it was the bear's kid. Oh. Oh. Maybe a little (gasps) cub. I'm really sad that the bear didn't get laid. Yes, I agree. I can barely stand it. I also didn't like that Pedro kept his shoes on while he was having sex. Oh, I forgot that. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that. <laughs> Sometimes you just get so caught up. 
<laughs> I like having sex in shoes sometimes. That's like running shoes. It's so funny. You're just like, oh, look at me. It looks like I'm ready for anything. I'm so just, much traction. You know, ready for anything. It's such a high ratio of energy return when I use my feet on anything here. <laughs> you would normally take the shoes off first, then the pants. Yes. But that's the thing. If you take the pants off first, you may just forget to take the shoes off, which is the situation he was stuck in. Well, but how did you get your pants over your shoes? You're wearing shorts or jorts. Yeah, or like those tearaway uh, athletic pants. Oh, nice. It's hard to get pants over. You can't take jeans off and keep your shoes on. That's not happening. Unless they're bell bottoms. Yeah, which I'm not letting happen. I'm not. They're trying to do that again? No. Stop it now. Or Jankos. Nope, we don't need it. Do you guys remember those pants that had three levels of zippers so you could make them long pants, capris, (sighs) or shorts? We've all made a lot of mistakes. Oh, that's awful. It's like mullet jeans that were in style for like a hot minute last year. I don't, they might even still be in style. I don't oh, know. I hate all of this. Oh, you guys. I, like, we let light denim come back. Let's just be happy with that and move on. Oh, God. We don't have to do this, you guys. We don't have to let them do this to us. I don't know. I mean, I, I think I'm stuck with my choice of buying jeans with cellophane cut out in the knees section so I can show those babies off. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got hot knees? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alice does have lovely knees. <gasps> Oh, speaking of knees and feet and lower regions. Oh, wow. So, go this on. is a stretch. <laughs> so, Natalia, I thought of you uh, the other day. Uh, go on. <laughs> because I I said online, I've made a foot fetish joke, something along the lines <laughs> of, you know, the best part of a woman is a soul and guys with the foot fetish are like, yeah, obviously. I'm in step with that. <laughs> but a guy then asked me if I was on wiki feet. <laughs> Oh, the database of celebrity feet. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of us in this trio is on WikiFeet. <sighs> I c- couldn't imagine who. <laughs> All right. Look, you guys, I was in college. I needed Alex, the money. Can the I just ask you, like, who waxes your toes? Because they do such a good job. <laughs> They're so good. Like, every, I mean, I didn't see one ingrown hair. I mean, your instep is just lovely. Very nice arch. Very delicate. And your, yeah, your ankles. I mean, it's this just. This makes me so, un- I can't even play very along with gentle, this joke. Because I hate feet build. so much. This is so disgusting to me. <laughs> oh, well then don't go on to Natalia Reagan wiki feet. Because they're just okay. Oh. I've gotten like 12 <laughs> votes, I think. Uh, okay, and like we're going to link it in the show notes. So you guys can upvote oh. Natalia's feet. <laughs> The, the funny thing is they have like bad because like I've posted pictures of when I've gotten broken toes. Like I broke a toe in Ooh. Yosemite. I, I did it. And I actually um, I broke a toe in Puerto Rico in March. I, I stepped on a sea <laughs> urchin and then broke a toe all within the same 10 minutes. It, it, Jeez. it just, I looked horrible. But so like they're basing it off of a, like my broken toe feet, which I'm surprised I even just got OK. I mean, I would have gotten just ugly. Yeah. Yeah. For the bones not being attached. That's pretty good. Yeah. They I'll were take a, gnarled. I'll take a C. Yeah. And I got broken feet by truck years ago. And so I'm missing a muscle in my my right leg. And so my feet. Jesus. I know this is. This, I, You're I, a mess. I am a total hot. I'm a hot mess. Emphasis on mess. Not hot. But <laughs> um, so my big toe on the right kind of has this weird curvature and I asked my doctor about it I was like what's up with this toe it looks a little funky and he goes oh yes you have a claw toe (laughs) (laughs) the official scientific name for it is claw toe I was like that is the most unattractive name of any appendage because the foot the toe is constantly trying to grab the ground and I studied Uh. monkeys so this all like I got hit by a truck and then afterwards I, I studied monkeys for years and I did a lot of field work which it requires hiking and climbing and all this stuff so this poor toe is constantly trying to grab the ground and has developed a claw well it's especially hard so when your sexy. doctor tells you you have claw toe 
and you're like, I'm used to doctors telling me I have pretty vagina. So like you were expecting way higher right? of a compliment from this doctor. And now like with White Claw being so big, I just got White Claw toe at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so awful. But anyways, yeah, Alice, you got to get up on the wiki feet. I, I'll take some beautiful photos of your feet. You know me. I'll make your feet look spectacular. You know what? Let me get a pedicure and then we'll talk. No, without the pedicure. The wiki feet huh. people will love it. Huh. Oh, no. <laughs> Alex is horrified. I hate this. Oh, are you based in Los this. Angeles, Alex? I am not. I'm currently in Portland. Oh, okay. Is that feet related? Or That's Bigfoot related. You, you, I mean, yes, I'm much closer to so Bigfoot. Exactly. Are you going to offer that I could go get petties with you guys? Yeah, I was going to say, come on with. Well, we'll take pictures of our feet and get them up on WikiFeet. Mm. I mean, I'm sorry. Does Bigfoot go to Portland often? Oh, big fan. Big fan. The woods around here are one of the like three fabled Bigfoot areas. There's a lot of Bigfoot stuff up in this area. Yeah, when I did, hosted that Bigfoot show, we shot most of it in Glenwood, Washington, which is about... Mm-hmm you know, two hours from Portland. Mm-hmm. It's near Hood River. And I heard Bigfoot's a big fan of your coffee and, and your strip clubs because Portland has a, a lot of strip clubs. That's oh, yeah, what tons. they say, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have some patrons to thank this week. So this week we want to thank... Bethany Nicole, Howard Lee, Hola Scheich, Michael Gatt, Craig Elliott, Jeff Peterson, Joshua Rice, Andrew Gore, Samuel Jenkins, Wendy Cornwall, Brian Gowdy, Robert Hetherington, David Bullock, Elisa, Hamilton McDermott, Bob Dole, Alec, and Chris Grafalo and many, many others. And if you want to become a patron as well, just hop on over to patreon.com slash two girls on mic. That's how you guys keep the lights on on this show. And make sure to read, review us, uh, whether on WikiFeed or on <laughs> iTunes or however you're listening to us. And look, guys, they have been doing this show for a while. They deserve a second mic. So if you support the show, they can afford to buy one more mic. It'll ruin the name, but it'll be sound way better. <laughs> yeah. I have to sit in Alice's lap all the time. It's, it's, I mean, it's lovely, but it can be somewhat uncomfortable. I do have a bony butt. I've never complained. That's because I'd spank you. You know, most people don't have a bone in their butt, but some do. And that is how we'll recognize you in the fossil record. Exactly. And that's a vestigial tale. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know, it helps that I have thick thighs. You have a bony butt. You know, we compliment each other so well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like a dog in a bun. Oh, yes. Pig in a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just one other question. Okay, so so the thing that was weird, almost the whole movie, is Napoleon is wearing a t-shirt that has a dog on it. Did you guys notice this? Yeah. He's wearing, no. no, you didn't. Okay, so he's wearing a t-shirt. It's like a, one of those like ring sleeve t-shirts, and it's got a dog on, and it looks like a, a shirt you would go like get made at the mall, but it's like Princess Forever or whatever about the dog, and it is not related to the movie at all, so I assume it's just like somebody in this porn production's dog, and... Uh, I was just wondering if there was maybe a famous porn dog, but you guys clearly don't know. So a a famous porn dog. They didn't have a like, llama, but they got dogs. <laughs> just the picture of the dog. Fortunately, he was not involved in any of the sex things. But I'm trying to remember what it looked like. Was it an actual like uh, a photo of a dog or like a, a drawing? photo of a dog, like just rectangularly print screen printed on the middle of the T-shirt? I'm now intrigued. All right, I got to go back and watch this porn again. You, detect- well, you, you could just skip crap. around, but just detective work on this dog. The fact that it was from 2008 means it might be hard to find information. But if you guys could just like find the production company, send them an email. This what was with important. the princess dog? Maybe the dog is somehow related to the bear. Could be. Mm-hmm. Was the dog wearing a strap on? In the picture, it was so small, it's hard to tell. You know, probably not because okay. it is a dog. <laughs> Again, we'll just have to ask the guy who was in the bear costume, a.k.a. John Heater, because ever since in 2017, he voiced for VeggieTales. You know, things have been going so well, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what what else has he been in? I haven't seen him in so so long. 
no idea, but let's be honest, that put him on the map and kind of piqued him. <laughs> I mean, that dance routine was pretty epic. If you're John Heater listening to this, I, I'm not going to apologize. Everybody knew you then. <laughs> wow. Napoleon also has double pierced nipples, which seems out of character. Very great observation. Um, so Alex, where can our listeners find more of you? Probably the best ways. I, I do a podcast called Read It and Weep, which um, is mostly about bad movies and books and experiences. And uh, we actually this reviewed- qualifies on all of them. We, we reviewed um, the Star Trek porn parody like a year or two ago. So our, our listeners can like pay to make us like watch whatever they want. And so somebody forced us to watch the Star Trek porn parody and I have never seen Star Trek. So it was very confusing for me. And mostly we just talked about how weird it would be that someone has to clean the holodeck after they have all that jizz everywhere. Do you know what generation Star Trek it was? Uh, (laughs) I don't, this is not my area. Uh, I'm guessing it was the next generation from my, it's been a little bit. Did it have Jean-Luc Picard or did it have? I don't know who that is. Kurt? Okay. Oh, uh, no Kirk. I feel like I would recognize Kirk from like just being around. Or someone pretending to be William Shatner. Yeah, there's no one pretending to be William Shatner. Anyway, we, so we review things. This is like a normal experience for me, but this was, yeah, Next Generation of Porn Parody. Awesome. Yeah. So anyway, read it and weep. you find it on all fine podcast platforms and, and hear me get in other adventures and mostly be uncomfortable. This is a normal experience where someone is grossing me out on a show. We'll link it in the show notes. Thank you. That said, Natalia, where can our listeners find more of you? Oh, goodness. Uh, well, you can find me at Natalia13Reagan on Twitter and Instagram. I hosted Anthropology Podcast for Star Talk, Neil deGrasse Tyson's Star Talk All-Star Podcast. So you can listen to those. And I've worked, uh, did videos for Discovery. So if you want to find any science videos, go ahead and just Google me and you'll find them. Awesome. That sums it up. And you guys can find me at Rational Blonde on Twitter, but you guys could also hear me again next week. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) man, way to sell yourself. If you guys like me, it might just happen to you anyway. Hang out. (laughs) Don't go anywhere. Just stay right here. All I'm saying is keep your expectations low. That's all I ask. (laughs) You know what? This is your show, Alice. Take up space. Yeah. Everybody, if you want to hear more, Alice. Come back next week for another great episode. Yeah. She- I'm so sorry. <laughs> Alice is the best human ever. And if you don't listen to her, we're going to come over to you with, with Strap-On Bear and show you what's what. Strap-On Bear is going to slap your forehead with his plastic dick. He might do that. Or he might just give you a stern talking to. Which is weird because on him, it comes out of his neck. <laughs> slap, 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 slap. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Nice meeting you, Alex. Hey, great talking to you both. Yeah.